What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 102. Today with my guests Rob, Kevin, and Casey from the Baltimore area metal band ZFL. I've been trying to get them on the show now for a little while after running into them at a couple of local festivals. Uh, they were able to jump on the show the other day before band practice and talk about everything they've been up to of late. Their next show is January 8th at Zen West in Taos, Maryland with Devil in Disguise. So if you are friends or fans of theirs, uh, definitely check it out so you can snag some tickets. Um, the guys are also working on a new album, so we talked about that as well for a little bit. But uh, I've been a fan for a little while now. Um, they have a generally positive message to their songs, which is pretty cool. It makes them stand out a little, I think. But uh, yeah, hopefully you yourself are doing all right out there. Hopefully you had a good, uh, decent Christmas, maybe. Maybe not. Uh, maybe it got canceled or something, but regardless, um, if I don't get another episode out before January 1st, uh, of course, Happy New Year. Uh, it's a good reason to be optimistic, I would say. Um, going to be some cool stuff happening. The first festival for this podcast will be June 4th in Baltimore, uh, which I still need a name for, but uh, that's a different story, I guess. So yeah, uh, in general, just thanks for listening, thanks for supporting local music, we all appreciate it. Uh, definitely go subscribe to ZFL, or you can subscribe to this podcast as well. Their song, The Pinnacle of Our Deception, is featured on this episode, so you can check it out. But yeah, without uh, too much further ado, we'll get to the interview here with uh, Rob, Kevin, and Casey of ZFL. You can hear me. You should be good to go. Hear us? All right. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, you guys uh, getting done with a rehearsal or something like that? We're about to. We're about to practice. Yeah. All right. Right on. Yeah, I kind of hit you guys up because um, I was hoping to maybe get this out uh, for your next show. I noticed you were playing uh, with a Baltimore Sound Management type of gig over at uh, Zen West, I believe. Although, is that this weekend or next weekend? Saturday. This Saturday. All right. Cool. Well, uh, I'll do my best to uh, try to get that out before then. Uh, kind of depends how busy work is tomorrow. But, um, you know, uh, I'll do what I can. And uh, I'm sure you guys don't have any shortage of shows anyway. I, I feel like I know it slows down in wintertime a little. But, um Hopefully, you guys win. Go ahead. Yeah, January 8th, right? Cool. Well, I guess um, last time I ran into you guys was uh, down in Southern Maryland at the uh, at the Roach Fest down there, which is a pretty good time. Yes, it was. We're back. <laughs> still, still got the koozie. 
Nice. Yeah. yeah, I got the same one. I picked one off of uh, uh, Aaron, I believe. Got the the local one, but they got um, a, and the Christmas tree, I think. Up either this weekend or next. Yeah. Is that a... Are they doing like a full-blown Christmas show? They do it every year. They do like a... They raise Christmas gifts for... I don't even know... Red Cross, maybe? I don't know, but they call it Slander. Yeah. Well, they're definitely doing some cool stuff down there. I mean, um, one thing I was going to mention is like, uh, you know, Roachzilla in particular is kind of like, you know, a little bit of an inspiration for me because like, trying to put together eventually some consistent like festivals and stuff for the podcast um so far i've just done backyard parties but i feel like kind of outgrown that so this summer we'll be able to get one going at a fish head so uh to a large degree i just was kind of like thinking well if if roachzilla can do it you know uh why not yeah fish head is not the same as it used to be it's probably good like we yeah. we played since the whole coronavirus thing, it's been a completely different. Like the last show we played at Fishhead, it was no tickets. It was a free show. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I could go into that a little more because that's kind of like one of my home bars, really. Um, as as to why things have changed, but let's just say there's a little managerial switch up. I think on uh, who was in charge of the shows. So, um, I don't know. That's really, that's probably really all it is. But, um, fortunately, um, cause I've played there, what feels like a billion times. Um, the current manager was like, yeah, if you want to throw together a festival, like you're good to go. So I'm going to try to get like 20 bands. It's going to be, I don't know, uh, pretty eclectic genre wise. It's just podcast people. So. Uh, I don't really discriminate on the genre when it comes to that. I don't care. Just uh, whoever's got music coming out, you know what I mean? Um, First of all, different genre of music. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd actually, I also heard that Fishhead's doing a festival the weekend after. I forget who's putting it on, but I do know that it's metal uh, exclusively. And I don't, I don't know, it's way next summer, so... Who knows if, if it's really booked yet? But I figured you guys might be on the on the bill for that if uh, such a thing is happening. I think I think Leon's putting on like a I want to say it's called Sonar Festival. on that one. Yeah, exactly. That that sounds uh, correct. So um, I don't feel like uh, I'll be stepping on too many toes there because, like I said, that one's pretty strictly metal, I believe. And uh, I don't know. I'm just uh, this is all an experiment, I'm kind of building the ship as we fly it. But um, anyway, I don't know kind of how I got on that tangent exactly. I think it was Roachzilla. But um, you know, uh, I've been fortunate to run into you guys a couple of times. I feel like over the years either at Fishhead or, or down south. So it's kind of trying to get you on this podcast thing that I've been doing. Just, I don't know, getting everybody in the area on here and trying to get people extra streams on their music or maybe a couple extra people through the door at shows um, if I can. So I've always liked your guys' uh, 
I don't know what to call it. It's uh, I feel like you guys have a slightly different philosophy on metal, especially lyrically, than uh, a lot of bands that I uh, notice um, locally or otherwise. So I kind of figured uh, I'd talk to you guys about that a little bit, as well as just playing shows and stuff, because uh, I feel like that's what makes you guys stand out a touch. Um, and I dig it. You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. <clears throat> uh, I feel like, Kevin, you're probably the inspiration for the lyrics, judging by like maybe some of your social media that I loosely gather. I know you're always out kind of in the woods, always kind of commuting with nature a little bit. I like to kind of do that myself, for sure. Um, I don't know if you want to maybe talk about that a little bit, how that ties into the music or not. The newest stuff we haven't even released yet, but we're planning on recording hopefully soon. It's even more more about lyrically is more about being out in the woods. A lot of the older stuff yeah. is a world view, probably I would say. Yeah. Like these guys will write the music and then I whatever I I, I go to the woods to write. So that's what yeah. I write most. This helps me. I don't know. Think about it. Write better, focus better, think better. Definitely, all the new songs that we're, we're, we'll be playing this Saturday are mainly about nature and just the connection to human and nature. Yeah. No, it's awesome, man. Uh, people definitely need more of it, and uh, I think uh, the lyrics and the music maybe kind of inspire people to get out there and kind of just get in it, you know, kind of just feel it or whatever. Um, I know personally I like kind of just the the parks that are around here. I mean, I live close by Fish Head, so you got the Patapsco and all that, but I don't know where you guys are uh, based out of exactly. Harper County, so yeah. like 10 minutes from Sussex County, that's where I go all the time. Yeah. My brother's the, the parks up in uh, Baltimore. Yeah. So, it's yeah. definitely anywhere you can get out of, like, the people, away from people, away from society, and just be in the woods. That's what I, that's what I think inspires me. Yeah, I uh, I always got excited by that uh, that one movie called Into the Wild that came out a while back, maybe ten years ago or more, with uh, about Chris McCandless' story and all that. That always gets me fired up. Uh, just kind of take a trip or whatever and just spend some time away from stuff. Brilliant. That's one of my favorite movies. I love the soundtrack. Oh, Eddie Vedder. Yeah, that soundtrack's phenomenal. It gets me fired up because I like to go out to just like jog through the woods a lot, you know. And uh, I don't really jog with headphones anymore, but back when I did, I was always like kind of blasting that soundtrack, you know, just gets you, it's primal, you know, but, uh, so not to extrapolate too much, but I feel like that's kind of what you're trying to invigorate and inspire with people. I imagine, right. Kind of just that connection with self and with nature and, uh, all that stuff. Um, that's all, that's the few. all of us, we're all in every kind of music. So it's like, that's yeah. one of my favorite all time is the soundtrack of that movie. I just come through on a different through metal. You know what I mean? Same thing, but metal in metal form. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's a stretch to say that you guys are sort of like positive metal. I mean, I'm just kind of spitballing here and putting that together right now, but uh, um, is that frowned upon? I mean, I, I grew up in the metal scene a little bit. That's definitely my forte on guitar, but I don't all, I don't keep tabs with the new bands as much. I don't know if that's a if that's actually a trend or if you guys are paving the way there a little bit. Seems like there's a lot of bands starting to go that way. At least, like, Temple of Alora, well, for local, or Gojira, like, bigger bands. Yeah. There's a mile. Yeah. They're a bigger band. But, like, I, I, I don't know if you've heard of Temple of Alora. They're from around here. They're, they're uh, exactly. Yeah, they're badass. I'll have to check Plus, them out. After. Go ahead. For all the, like, whiny bitches that... You know, <laughs> all the time. Old anymore. So, we grew up. Grew up metal. Dad metal. Dad we metal. Were, yeah. We yeah, we started calling it conscious metal a long time ago, but like. Yeah. It is what it, I mean. I don't want to say I. We don't we don't try to push any kind of political agenda. It's just our views on the world and your yeah. personal self and your conscious. Everybody has a choice to do what they want. It's more personal. Yeah. More personal. Your lyrics are more personal than anything. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, we don't have to break it down too much. But like I said, I I uh, definitely vibe with it where I'm at currently in, in my uh, state of existence, I guess you could say. So um, anything that's kind of channeling that is cool. Uh, they're one of my favorite rock bands out of Oklahoma these days is uh, Red City Radio. Um, I would say they're definitely not metal, but they're certainly a little weird when it comes to like their sound because uh, my girlfriend always says that like their lead singer sounds like a Disney character. I forget which one, but he might be like a monkey or something. He's just got this really like baritone guttural voice and um, I don't know where I'm going with that exactly, but their message is cool. It's like, it's not what you'd expect given the sound. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost like reggae lyrics mixed with like a little bit harder sounding rock, you know? My lyrics have definitely changed over the years. Like, I was a big Rage Against the Machine fan in the early days. And yeah. Like the early albums that we put out were real fast-paced lyrics, like almost rap style writing. So now, like the last album, Pinnacle, it, it slowed down and it's more thought out. I think it's just growing up, you know what I mean? Especially playing music yeah. the whole time. Evolving. Yeah, I think uh, when you're younger and when you get into the harder music, um, it's pretty safe to say there's a lot of anger behind it, uh, usually. Um, and to some degree, some negativity, but... I've always thought that the positive side of it, obviously, is that you get the energy out, no matter whether it's negative or positive, it's just built up, you know, it's better to kind of get that all out rather than keeping it all pent up. So if you got to scream and growl on a microphone or get some, you know, nasty, tasty riffs going and mosh or whatever it is, that's probably healthier than, I don't know, some alternatives I could think of. So I know I'm preaching to the choir on that one. But, yeah. 
you to get your anger and your, you know, your personal feelings out without having to do it physically, you know, but artistically. Some people vibe with that. People don't, I guess. Yeah, and then even as you grow older, I mean, I don't know, like, I certainly don't feel like I'm at all as negative or as angry as I once was, but I still love a good, <clears throat> still love a good mosh pit. I was up in, uh, up in Philly uh, last weekend, I think, and uh, Menzingers were playing, which are kind of like an older punk band now these days, but I was still in the thick of it, lost my hat and my shoes and my wallet and... I was a mess, but I didn't. I didn't break anything, and uh, I still got all my teeth and uh, most of my dignity. So um, it was fun. That's good. But yeah, you guys got some uh, some people on the bill. Uh, I know you just mentioned one of them. I don't know if they're playing with you Saturday or not. But um, if you want to talk about anybody you guys are playing with, who you're friends with, too, that you're uh, kind of excited about. Fire away. Long time, Dead Atlantic. They're good guys. There's a lot of bands on that we don't really get. So it's like the two headliners. I know Andrew from the co-headliners, the Archaic Epidemic, I believe. I've known him. He was in another band. Can't remember the name, but we've yeah. known him. The, the headliner tell no tells we're not we're not familiar with them we know cryptid we've known them for a long time they're playing right before us and then like dark entity um we've played with them a couple times but the rest of the guys are going to be it's going to be a new it's going to be new be new bands hopefully they're it'll be a great show dark yeah. entity those guys are cool real talented young yeah, it's probably a good idea to move the camera a little. I feel like you'll get a little better sound out of this. Um, Why? Yes, sometimes I tell people if, if they have a microphone on their end to slap in Logic or GarageBand or whatever to uh, to do it if you can, but um, usually cell phone works out fine audio-wise. So. Um, no. no. <laughs> yeah um so far i've only done uh audio only um a little bit of video here and there um i think i record a video with uh mike slybaum of uh darkest hour when i uh talked to him the other day that was that was pretty wild because um, i'm more of a guitar uh nerd than anything i, I don't know like i said it I don't even know if I follow Darkest Hour that tightly, but I just like guitar players, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, they're old College Park kids, basically, that somehow made it around the world to New Zealand and Australia and China and everywhere else. That kind of blows my mind, because um, uh, Mike, he's always in Atomic Music, which is in Beltsville now, and, uh, you know, in there trading guitars and shredding. Um, so I guess, Kevin, obviously, your vocals, um, I think people who are friends with you guys probably know that by now, but I don't know, um, who Casey is, I didn't formally ask or introduce, alright, it's to the right there, uh, what are you, uh, what are you playing? I play guitar. Right on. 
What's the uh, guitar of choice these days? What's that? What's the uh, guitar of choice these days? My main guitar is a Chapman uh, DLC. Gotcha. Yeah, that's kind of like my babe. If yeah. I was to have, but that would be like the closest guitar I could probably. It's a caster, full body telecaster with a wood body, reverse traditional headstock. Basic, I don't use a tremolo too much, so yeah. I like, you know, too, too many things to deal with on stage. Stage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some of my favorite pickups right now, Seymour Duncan, SH5. Uh, the bridge yeah. position, SH2 uh, Jazz, neck position, which I <laughs> maybe in the studio but never live uh, I like selector switches if I had a custom made yeah. guitar I got you You're dropping in and out just a little um, I'm hoping that the uh, audio will come through kind of later uh, when I'm editing this thing but um, I think I caught most of that let's try this hand cam and the ears better that way yeah it seems a little smoother i wasn't sure if it was just a connection thing but it could be getting a little closer helps as well um <laughs> but i don't I have know. to boot. Well, yeah <laughs> we'll roll with it so yeah i didn't uh i didn't catch your name as well i'm rob rob cool sure and you, uh, you play? I, uh, I play a five-string Arnie Ball, Arnie Ball bongo. The bass player. Uh, I play bass. Uh, wow. Know, just a fucking bass player. <laughs> fucking yeah. bass. Probably right. the newest. Actually, it's probably what four, three, four three years, three, ago. Three, three years now. Yeah. Three years right. another. Through boot camp. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, How long have you guys uh, all collectively been together in this uh, this iteration, like this group of guys? Twenty nine years on this version of us. Wow. We actually out of high school, which was way back in like ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. And then up for a long time and did other things and then we got back together about nine years ago and we had a different bass player who was one of the originals that he had to leave and we found Rob about three years ago and it's been awesome since. Right on. Yeah. Epic uh, thing rough for the last year and a half but yeah, everybody saying all these big uh Battle the bands for labels and stuff are coming back soon, so hopefully that works out too. Like I've had two people message me about that recently. One for Headbang for the Highway, and then Brian from Baltimore Sound Management said that, that he's going to have a company 
group for uh, South by Southwest shortly. Hopefully, maybe in the spring, I guess. Yeah. Kind of any kind of battle the bands in a long time. Those are always those are always fun. Like we we won Summer Slaughter. We won Not Best one year. We been a long time since they've had anything come through, you know. Especially yeah. with the pandemic, it we kept playing, we kept practicing, we never stopped. Yeah. But uh, a lot of places just aren't the same anymore. Yeah. Um, we definitely talk about that a little bit, but uh, when you're saying uh, Brian Baltimore Sound Management um, putting on, a, do you say he's putting on a battle of bands for South by Southwest, or he's yeah, but like he's talking to people. He said he's got a battle of the bands coming up. He messaged me like last week about it. Okay. So hopefully, it's. I think he said for South by Southwest. So this industry reps you'll be in front of. It's going to be yeah. a battle of the bands. Most likely, he's not doing Fishhead anymore. So I'm assuming that it would be Zen West. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know yet. So just keep your ears open. Then I had an old friend that was judging one of the head of the highway shows message me. He's actually in a like a rap group, but he was a rep for Headbang for the Highway, which is through Sumerian that we did most of our contests through. He messaged me like a month ago and was like, "Hey, we're about to put together another uh, contest festival or tour type thing where they go and they do the the battle of the bands and." So I'm looking out for that too. Hopefully everything works out. But if this whole dumb Omnicrunt, whatever the hell it is, you know, might mess things up. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to say. I feel like um, just generally that summers are always a little bit more dependable than uh, the winters these days. But I know South by is in Austin, it's in Texas. And uh, I mean, far as I can tell, that seems to be one of the most uh, relaxed states uh, throughout all this so far. So, <laughs> well, what was that? What was that? Yeah, man. People are like, people talk shit when you play a show. Like when we were playing shows, like during the whole shutdown, people are like, oh, I can't believe you're playing shows. And it's like, I'm healthy. Are you healthy? <laughs> I'm not scared. Like, <laughs> I get it. People get scared, but like, whatever, man. I don't know. I, I personally believe that I'm a healthy human being, and I'm all right. Go play a show. I wear my mask if you make me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a it's a big rabbit hole, but I mean, I've uh. It's a giant one. <laughs> We played a lot. Let me tell you this: everybody else, no one else would let us play anywhere, but but Cafe Six Eleven. We played a couple shows, and we we usually don't go out to Frederick because we're not we don't got a lot of people out there. But we played yeah. several during the whole shutdown thing because they were willing to let us play, and yeah, we yeah. won't fuck we. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where it was. It was they were good shows too. It turned out really good. Yeah. There's yeah, no people, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be people on uh, both sides of, of whatever, but I do feel like of all, you know, it's like a hundred people I've talked to now on this podcast and whatever, and in general, ninety percent of bands want to play. 
and it's just you don't want to go to a show don't go to a show it's a personal decision like but you shouldn't you shouldn't shame anybody else for doing what they're doing you know what i mean that's just what i believe yeah, yeah it uh it gets a little silly sometimes people's uh <laughs> arguments uh, for know, real um you know prior to 2020 and probably for evermore i mean the show is just gonna go on uh, i don't really see it ever stopping you know what i mean nope so yeah. well we're not gonna stop no matter what like yeah <clears throat> even during the, the thick of it we were still coming to practice twice a week twice a week we didn't care oh you're not allowed to drive on the roads unless it's uh you gotta go get food but yeah okay that yeah, we we had some uh, in bands that, that didn't even practice for a whole year. Yeah. Like, man, do that. I couldn't live like that. I had to play music. Yeah. I mean, it's a personal decision, like I said. Like, I, I don't judge anybody for whatever they want to do. Do whatever you want to do. But I'm not going to let that – I'm not going it's, to – it's – you got to live your life. Yeah. No, for sure. I feel like um, I had a kind of a weird perspective on the whole thing over the last couple of years because, like, kind of work in healthcare on the front lines or whatever you want to call it. And I just kind of noticed that, like, basically people who were fortunate enough to, you know, get to work from home and, and that whole uh, situation versus the people who kind of had to go out and work in the streets throughout the whole thing most of the time had a different uh, opinion about <laughs> what they wanted to do. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to say who's right and who's wrong, but it's just kind of one thing I noticed. It was like, I, I don't know. Uh, I just can only see what I saw. Personally, I was like, I got to get out here and I'm, I have to work. I have to do this stuff. So staying indoors just isn't really an option. I've worked, at, I've worked for my job for almost 20 years and they went bankrupt during the whole thing and I lost my job. I haven't worked in a year and a half on this wow. the process. Yeah, but like, it's just crazy to me. But, hi, right, let's talk about music. And shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't judge anybody, like I said, and I love everybody like the same. Like, we know a lot of bands that are big on the whole vaccine thing, and it's, it's whatever you want to do, man. Do what you do. Just don't yeah. don't judge. Let people live. Let people make their own decisions, and then if you don't feel comfortable, then don't come out. Yeah, that's a, that's why. Other than that, there's nothing we can do. Go out and find yourself. <laughs> that's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, seems like a simple equation, but anyway, yeah, you're right. There's a, there's enough um, banter, I think, online about that subject and in podcasts and wherever you look and want to scroll, so I usually just try not to add too much to it, <laughs> but, um, you know, like I said, everybody's got their, their thing, so, um, but yeah, uh, basically... Things are still rolling, uh, as far as we can tell. Hopefully, you know, definitely by this summer, I'd expect things to be even bigger than last summer, because um, I know I know people were itching to get out last summer. It seemed like 
like in a big way, at least at certain shows I went to. And I kind of feel like that inertia or that momentum will probably keep building, you would think. I hope so. We're not going to stop. Hopefully we'll be recording sometime in the near future. Like, we got one song to finish, and then I think we're going to finally buckle down and go back in the studio. Like, we need to get this new music out. Like, it's been way too long. Yeah, where are you guys uh, recording at? We record at Night Sky Studios, which is down in Bowie or Waldorf, Waldorf okay. area. Yeah. Ron Vent, heard of him. Aurora, his 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 band is called Aurora Borealis. They've been okay. around, and they've been around for a long time. Black metal, Black metal. but he's a, he's so good, man. Recording, yeah. Boy. Any uh. Huh? And he specializes in uh, in metal, I, I guess, obviously, right? He does everything. He does church music and rap. He records almost everything but metal. Most. <laughs> but he does a lot of everything else. But he does jazz. He does whatever he pays the bills, I think. He, 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 he uh, does sound for a church. Or something. He, he did he our a black rap, metal band. Baptist church. Yeah. And he does sound for a Baptist church. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> he did our last EP, The Pinnacle of Our Deception, and I think that's the best thing we've ever recorded so far, so we're definitely going to go back to him for the new one. Because our new stuff is way different, and it's, it's going to be great when we can finally get it on recording. Yeah. And hopefully that happens soon. Like, we're planning on, we just got to polish up one last song and then make plans with him, and... uh We've been talking about it long enough. We got to get it done. Yeah, um, it's kind of interesting that you guys. You mentioned you've been together for at least nine years, give or take, so far. Uh, you only have uh, a couple albums, I guess, or a couple of things released. We're really just the pinnacle, like you're saying, of our deception out on Spotify. Did you have uh, more music out prior yeah. to that, or we? They did something with our name to where you have to look on two different things. I don't know. It was like capital letters, lowercase. It, okay. I don't even know. Rumors of Wars on Spotify is also. And it's like, I don't know why they're not on the same page. It drives me crazy. And that, that, that was part of the package deal we got through uh, the distributor, Disc Makers. They messed up somehow how they spelled it. So Rumors of War, which was before Pinnacle of Our Deception, you can find that on Spotify also. Okay. And uh, those two are out on Spotify and, like, all the platforms. We also have two older albums from way back in the day that we sell at shows. But, like, yeah, we definitely need to put out a new album. <laughs> it's It's been too long. We're like the tool of like Yeah, we, we take a long time. <laughs> we practice all the time, but we, we don't like to record until it's, like, going to be perfect. So it's like... yeah. Got a lot of bands in the area that love to make their own recordings and push out music, and it's just like that's great. But we we're a little slower on that end for some reason. Well, you're also doing uh, full albums in a day and age when you know it's a little bit more uh, popular. Just put out one or two songs at a time. It seems like so, you know. Well, I mean, even going down to Ron is like a it's a trip. <laughs> So it's yeah. like, and we want to record with someone who like is going to be the, the best quality that we can get. 
Yeah. We've done some older older stuff that wasn't as wasn't as good quality. We, we, we've had to redo people it. People that didn't like doing metal too. So like, we finally found a guy that we want to record us, and we'll tell it. We'll tell each other we're going to go record after this song's finished, and then we're like, all right, well they started writing a new one. Let's do this one too. Yeah, but and then it drags on. We don't want to do another EP. <laughs> we're going to do an LP this time. We've also taken our song from like two to three minutes to. Six minutes, you know what I mean? Like, a, our songs yeah. are so depth, and it's just a whole different style of writing. It used to be like it's when we do release this next one, it's going to be pretty epic, I think. Sweet, yeah. I think, I think musically, I think the songs are a little more darker hmm. the way that I get it. Um, <laughs> You know, I can't explain it even more. Like, I just to me, it's. Rob hasn't recorded with us yet, so he's probably he's itching more than we are. He's like, man, I gotta I go in the it. studio with these guys. But... I'm itching. I'm. I, I actually think I, I had a an, like a crisis because <laughs> I want to go in the studio so bad, man. I just can't wait, and it's like, okay, I wait. Like a kid in the he got in the band right after we did Pinnacle, so like yeah. we lost our, or we we still love him. He's a good friend, but he had other things he had to do. So it's like we found yeah. Rob and him right then. So it's just been. I know he's he's ready. He's ready. <laughs> Robert, yeah. we're, but like, it'll happen soon. That just means you'll have uh, all your parts dialed in even that much more. Right. This is Mr. Right. This is Mr. Buy Equipment over here. Yeah. This guy's gone three years. I don't know, man. He's he probably spent more than I've ever spent in my life. On I I almost changed my strings before every show. Nice. <laughs> uh, I changed my strings two weeks ago. I know bass players that haven't changed their strings in four years. Yeah. Like, are you joking? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just like. Just the sound that I want, it's in my head. I can't get it without fresh new strings. And I got to com compete with Casey, you know, so that motherfucker's yeah. got a guitar tone. And, uh, you know, what I got to do, man. Yeah, don't want you getting uh, washed out in the mix. That's for sure. Get washed out. Oh, hell no. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't get that's all. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this dude is all you can hear most of the time. Yeah. So, is there a particular song you might want um, put on this episode? Pinnacle. Yeah. Pinnacle. Uh, if you're going to take a song off of one of our CDs, yeah, the, the actual title track to our last EP, I would put that. Would put there. Pinnacle of Our Deception. Like, once we record the new stuff, I'll send it over to you, and maybe we'll do another podcast. Yeah, man. Um, definitely. Anytime. I usually just tell people, if, whether it's you're playing a big show or you got new music coming out, just hit me up. I'm happy to do a quick chat. can even be like a 20-minute quick in-and-out conversation, and I don't know, that much more stuff been to promote. Uh again so like it's gonna happen soon so yeah cool well um i'll grab that one online um 
or you could send me the file, I guess, if you want. Either way. Um, and I'll try to get this thing up in the airwaves tomorrow. It might be a tall order. I was hoping to talk to you guys maybe a little earlier. And again, like you said, January 8th at Zen West again. If, uh, either way, it doesn't matter if it's on the air before then. I guess I, we appreciate it. I know you've you've messaged you've reached out to me before and it's just like always a I'm like, Yeah, cool, that'd be great and I uh, I got yeah. a seven year old daughter, he's got children he just had a new baby Casey did, like it's Yeah. We, so it's always a scramble. But I definitely appreciate you getting us on here. Hey man, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you guys coming on for sure. So, yeah, I just want to thank you guys from ZFL for coming on, and thank you for listening. If you made it this far. Again, the song here in the background is called The Pinnacle of Our Deception, and it's definitely on Spotify and all that stuff. Anyway, thank you. Feel your energy. Come.
Vietnam. Rock.